Mel Tempest is known as a fitness business influencer, hands-on health club owner, ebook author, and presenter. Mel has known to be controversial, challenges the status quo, and lives outside the square. Her skill set is current on trend, savvy, and in demand. Her primary goal is to get more health club owners moving towards innovation, technology, and social media success. Her own success comes through tough and humble beginnings. Mel Tempest now presents to you the Gym Owners Podcast. More than just the business of fitness. Proudly supported by National Fitness Business Alliance. Good afternoon. It's Mel Tempest from the Gym Owners Business Podcast. This afternoon, I'm interviewing Jamie Hayes, CEO of Tribe Training Asia Pacific, creating secondary income for fitness business owners. Jamie is also CEO of Healthy Inspirations, the franchise making change to women's lives with exercise and diet. Good afternoon, Jamie. Hi, Mel. Great to hear your voice. So I know that we're very excited to have this chat this afternoon. So just before we get going into these three questions that we've got, can you just give our listeners a bit of an overview about what Tribe is all about? Sure. And look, as you know, I'm a club owner and I was opening a new club based on small group training and uh, I was going to go into partners with somebody who's going to design all our programs and we signed the lease and she dropped out of the program. So I said, gee, I I wanted a, a fully systemized business. So I went looking for somebody who had systemized small group training and uh, one thing led to another. And then the mutual friend of ours, Joe Cirilli in Gainesville in Florida, I Facebook messaged him and I said, Joe, what are you doing with small group training? And uh, he said, well, we had our own program and we've just switched to tribe team training. And one thing led to another and uh, they didn't have an agent here in Australia and Asia Pacific. So uh, we became the agents for tribe team training Asia Pacific. And they're unique in that instead of a small group training class, they do everything on a team basis. But I can tell you more about that. Awesome. So obviously there's a lot of activity at the moment around functional training and HIIT programs and equipment. So can you give us an overview of the different functional training business models for fitness clubs, so for gym owners? Absolutely. And and let's just think, and I'm glad you said gym owners because all gyms now are being surrounded by boutique clubs that are offering some type of functional training might have been CrossFit and, and some of the franchise boutique clubs. And uh, they're often charging two, three, or even four times what that fitness club uh, is doing. And sometimes the club owner or the manager is stuck. They said, gee, what do I do? You know, because they might have members silently leaving to pay double or triple at that boutique club. And, of course, they might be getting less leads, um, you know, uh, membership leads. So with a full-service club, there's a number of options that they can do. Of course, it's not really a business model to say, we're going to put on small group training, and it's going to be free included with our membership. I mean, that's not a very exciting uh, business model. What is more exciting is if they upsell their membership so that a percentage of their members pay for either unlimited small group training, which is fine if you've got unlimited space, uh, or limited visit small group training, or if if you, if you sell them into a team, which is sort of like bringing the ethos of sports training, where somebody joins a team with a coach for a season, and then they've got to have a 
payment system. Typically, it's either a direct debit add-on, uh, and that might be anywhere from an extra $10 a week. You know, our average is $25 a week, um, and there are there are definitely some clubs that are going up to $40 per week as a direct debit add-on. And Mel, I like to think of it just like you know we've all flown on airlines, and all the airlines, let's say here in Australia, have got Qantas. Now they've got first class, which might be triple or quadruple, and then you've got business class. I, I like to say that personal training is like first class and team training or functional training is like business class. So in any market, you've got different price points and people willing to pay for those different price points. And so in a full service club, not only have you got programs that members are going to pay extra for, and then you've got to figure out who's going to deliver those programs. And that's one of the biggest challenges we see in fitness clubs, particularly those clubs that have divested themselves of employ, you know, fitness professionals, uh, because uh, in in some countries like Australia, all the fitness professionals are self-employed contractors. I agree with that, Jamie. But can we just take a step back for a moment? We just spoke about economy, business, and first class. So when I obviously book my ticket, I know what I'm going to get when I fly economy, business, and first class. So probably there's still probably a lot of listeners out there who aren't quite sure what the tribe training content is. So before we go any further, how many programs do you have and what type of content is involved in each program? Absolutely. Thanks, Mel. Uh, and, uh, and definitely I want your readers to get some you know, some takeaway ideas, whether it's with tribe team training or not. But with tribe team training, firstly, the most important thing for club owners to think about is to have different branded programs that appeal to different segments of their market. Instead of just having one program or, worst case, a class called high-intensity training or whatever like that, it's good to have you know, uh, a range of different programs. With Tribe Team Training, there are actually six different programs. You know, there's high-intensity functional training called Tribe Fit, where they train twice a week. Then there's a, another alternative, which is actually three times a week, using slightly more equipment. Then we've got a, a low-impact program, which is high-intensity called Tribe Life. Then we've got a core program for strength and flexibility called Tribe Core. Uh, and then a a couple of specialist programs. One is Tribe Punch, which is not a boxing class, but where they, they're going to learn uh, both boxing and kickboxing routines throughout a six-week season. So it's a really learning journey. And then finally, for the youth market, we've got Tribe Kids. So that's actually six different branded programs to appeal to different uh, segments because it's only through having different programs that the club can maximize the penetration within the club. Now, those programs are all delivered by a coach. So people sign up for a team, a team of typically 10 members who train at the same time, two or three times per week with the same coach for a six-week season. So that's where I said that it's like the ethos of sports training. And so you've got that camaraderie that you're there with a team and you've got the accountability you know, you're not just showing up for the coach, but you're showing up for your team. Uh, and also, it avoids all that hassle of, you know, do I turn up to get in or do I have to book online or things like that? Everything's prepaid, pre-booked, you're expected. And uh, and then, of course, the, 
the coach can react if, if you don't show up, you know, to uh, contact you. Because that, just like personal training, with team training, the coach is responsible for their team and the, every team member. And they're going to take them on a connected journey throughout that six-week season where every workout is going to prepare them for the next workout. So every work, you know, the workout plans are prepared all in advance. They're all fully tested. And, and every session is different. So the guarantee is that they'll never do the same session twice. And so it bridges the gap between personal training and group X. And we call it team training. Now, Tribe Life, is that a program that is suited for older adults? If a club owner was looking to run an older adults program, is Tribe Life a program that's suitable for that demographic? Well, here's the interesting thing is that we've found that people of all ages choose their method of training, you know, what style suits them. For, for some, even in their 60s, they're going to go for the high-intensity uh, training. But there's no doubt you're right, tribe life, because of its low impact nature, you know, so that there isn't skipping, there isn't running uh, and things like that, you know, there's not plyometric boxes, you know, tribe life definitely suits people. And, and you know, for some mums who've got incontinence issue, you know, having had uh, one or two or three or more babies, um, you know, they prefer a low impact, but still want to train at high intensity. Now, regardless of the program, all the exercises come with progressions and regressions or what we call advanced and beginner versions so that a good coach, when they're setting up the exercise content for every session, can demonstrate progressions and regressions uh, and they already know their members so that they can you know, set the program content for each member to suit you know, their be it their fitness, their, their age, or, you know, it might be some biomechanical things, you know, they can't run and jump and things like that. Yeah. So, so there's a broad range of fitness levels that can fit into each program. That sounds amazing. So, okay, I'm a club owner. I've decided, look, I'm going to go with a couple of tribe team uh, training programs to start with. Um, obviously, I want to add to the, the club's profit. What are some of the benchmarks that they can use as targets? Well, that's, that's a great question. And, Whatever a club does in anything in club management, I think you know, you've hit the word having a benchmark and having a goal, which means how are we going to measure success? Uh, and you don't want just a feel-good factor, oh, our members tell us that they love it. Really, you need some sort of number. A good starting point is that the revenue that the club makes from team training uh, should match the revenue the club makes from personal training. So whatever the club is making from personal training, whether the personal training is delivered by employed trainers or from the rent they get from um, uh, contract trainers, uh, that the revenue from team training should grow to match that. There's another way of measuring it. Take the number of members you've got. Let's say you've got a club with 2,000 members. And let's say you wanted to reach a penetration rate of 5%. So 5% of 2,000 members, um, what's that? Now let's... Uh, what's 100 members. So if you had 100 members paying, let's say, $25 extra per week to belong to a team that trained twice a week, 100 times 25, that's an extra $2,500 per week, which is uh, you know, over $100,000 per year. So it can absolutely add uh, an extra revenue stream to the club. And you know, look, I know, uh, you know, 
from your podcast, you know, you've had um, you know Thomas Plummer talk. You know, today, you know, there there are only so many members around, and club owners need to find a way of making more money without having to sell more memberships. I agree with that, Jamie. I mean, for me personally, and I do encourage other club owners to think the same way as this, it's not about getting new money in the door from new people. It's about retaining those under the roof. I think you'll agree with this. It's a lot easier to collect um, revenue from those that are already under the roof as opposed to grabbing those from the streets and bringing them into your club. So let me let me ask you this question. What percentage of annual turnover do you think a club should be aiming at in terms of team training revenue? Well, some clubs could go up to 20%. You have seen that? Absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, we had a club that had an excellent program, you know, their own uh, internal trainers designed their program and uh, that they had uh, about a hundred of their members paying for uh, small group training uh, then they launched with tribe team training now with the launch you know they had they've got a marketing program a sales program and you know all those things are important you know and a train the trainer program uh, and they pre-sold 263 of their members into team training, you know, that raised $35,000 before they'd even done their first session. So, it, you know, it can really make a significant difference. And Mel, I just want to address one problem that many club owners have, it's a mindset problem, and that is that they say to themselves, oh, our members don't want to pay extra for personal training or small group training or team training, which is, which is like Alan Joyce from Qantas saying, Look, the people who fly at Qantas don't want to pay for, you know, first class or business class. It, the very fact that they're saying that means the club owner is saying, we don't have a way of demonstrating value to members because success in a club with team training can be with just 5% of members paying extra. And I really encourage all listeners to look at the number of members they've got, multiply that by 5%, then multiply that number by $25 per week and see what it comes to. It's a lot of money. Uh, and it, it's just that they don't feel confident because they don't have a way of delivering and demonstrating the value to their members. But if they had a way that could get 5% of the members, which which means 95% of the members are saying, no thanks, but, you, but success can come from just 5% of members paying for team training. All right, so obviously the benefits for licensed programs like Tribe Team Training is the revenue. What about the club owners that are creating their own programs? I mean, the reality is you can only be so creative. And I think that, you know, these days you do need to go out and have licensed programs. It keeps the instructors fresh. It keeps the marketing in, in the club fresh. Besides the revenue, what else is a reason for me to come to you and say, Jamie, I'm not going to get my instructors to create their own classes anymore. I want to put tribe team training on board, but give me another reason besides the income. Well, really, it's a, a, a much simpler, quicker way to grow that income that is much more secure. See, whether clubs license team training or not, they've got to figure out what are the steps they've got to do to maximize their sales regardless. Firstly, they've got to develop a range of programs to appeal to different uh, member segments. And they want to have branded programs. So 
we've got some marketing and branding that comes into play. Then they've got to be good at pre-launch marketing. They've got to have an effective in-club launch program to launch the members. I mean, Mel, you and I, we're out there seeing clubs all the time. How many times have you seen a club spend money on, you know, put aside functional training space, you know, spending ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars on functional training gear because it's a trend, and it's just sitting there dormant. You know, a lot of club owners, with all due respect, they have a look at, uh, you know, uh, you know, the club down the road or the studio down the road. Few of their members are uh, starting to go down there, and they think that if they replicate that, that a the members are going to come back or the members are going to stay, and and that's not how it works. No, that's the build it and they will come mentality. But that's not a, that's not a business plan, you see. And so, and and part of the business plan, you've got to have an in club launch program that you can launch it to members because we know members are sign blind, they're email blind, they're text blind. So you've really got to have a well formulated launch plan. You have to have predefined lesson plans that interconnect. You know, so it's just a waste of time paying. Whoever your best trainer is, or and even if that's the, the club owner, it's a waste of their good time. You want that person selling and delivering, not designing. And let's say you do have an expert who can create the world's best program. It'd be far better to have them just delivering. And, and also, if you're reliant on that expert, what are you going to do when that expert leaves? Those experts wouldn't be working for clubs. They'd be out there working for people like yourself, designing the programs that are going into clubs. Absolutely. And so in addition to that, you need to have a training program to train the team so that you've got quality control and consistency. We do an in-club three-day you know, three module, and it's just amazing the impact it has on the culture within the team. You know, people suddenly say, wow. And... Uh, one thing I didn't mention, Mel, is we're finding that you know a quarter to a third of uh, of our tribe team training coaches come from a group ex background. That was my next question. Where are we going to get these trainers from? Because a lot of them are preferring to be self-employed contractors, or they just want to be staff personal trainers. So where do we get these trainers from? So let's let's look at that uh, self-employed contractors because we definitely recognise that that's an issue. Firstly, we need to come back to the outcome that we want. You know, we want to for the club to make as much money from team training as it does from personal training, whether they're delivering it or that's personal training rent. Or we want to have a as an end goal five percent, and many clubs go way past that. Five percent of our members paying for team training. Now let's say the club has self-employed contractors well then we say well let's get into a business relationship with those self-employed contractors where we're going to maximize the income for the club and the income for those club uh, contractors that can be on a per person basis it could be on a split revenue basis it could be rent per session basis as a matter of fact and after this i'm happy to give our contact details you know we've recorded a video in how to develop a business plan for a club that has self-employed contractors. And that business plan has to be a win-win-win. It has to be good for the club, it has to be good for the trainer, and it has to be good for the members. And just one thing we should note, Mel, you're, you're a very experienced club owner. Do you think that your members who pay for personal training, this is on average, are more likely to keep their membership longer than somebody who doesn't pay for personal training? Oh, absolutely. And? And isn't that interesting? The, the more they pay, the longer they stay. And it's the same. 
It's the same with team training. Our members have already got this money to spend. Now, I know I just cut you off there, but let's, and I know you're going to say yes to this. How many members in our clubs are paying for two memberships, one in our club, and then they're going down to the functional training franchise studios down the road and paying three times the amount? I know. Well, that's not, a, and, and that's one reason that many clubs are saying, hey, uh, not only do I have to have the programs, and, and let me tell you, we've got a saying in, in Tribe Team Training that success is not about the push-ups, I mean the technical stuff, because we know trainers who do all the courses in the world, but they leave the industry because they fail in branding, marketing, and sales. Uh, and so many clubs are creating a club within the club. I mean, you go to David Jones or Myers or Woolworths, well like that, you'll see a store within the store. And uh, so we see now many clubs that might convert a squash court or racquetball court to a branded club within the club. As a matter of fact, uh, with, with Tribe Team Training, we've had uh, one club owner uh, create three branded areas, one for Tribe Fit, one for Tribe Court, and one for Tribe Life, all with the different colors. And uh, it's just unbelievable. And it's interesting, that aesthetic, that branding, and we should learn from like Apple computers and things like that, that branding creates value in the, in the consumer's mind because the worst thing we want is, and this is a big mistake that club owners make with, uh, with any sort of small group training, is that they call it a class and classes members expect classes to be free with their membership and so nobody wants to pay for it, which means the club owner didn't have a total business plan for how to launch team training in a way that's going to be a profitable department of that club a profitable second revenue for that club and profitable for the personal trainers because team training is a great way for personal trainers to build their clients as well. So, Jamie, you're saying that it's going to add value to the consumer's um, you know, membership and obviously it's going to add value to the club owner's business. Let me ask you this question. We're self-employed contractors who would be interested in running team um, programs with Tribe, are you selling license fees to those guys on their own? That, that's a possibility. As a matter of fact, uh, Tribe Team Training in the United Kingdom are playing with that business model right now. But remember, um, the, the primary market for small group training and tribe and tri like Tribe Team Training in a club are the club members. So it, and who owns those members? The club does. And when we implement a marketing program by the club, you know, and branding program and equipment by the club and get the, the trainers and those self-employed contractors engaged so the club and those trainers are working in unison, it ends up in more business for the club and more business for the trainers. So rather than having the trainers just go and do their own thing, uh, it's much better for the club and the trainer to have a win-win business plan between them. Uh, every club is slightly different, and so we always work with the club to develop their business plan. I mean, I've seen some clubs where they've got all these functional training areas and you walk into the club and you say, look, do you run any small group training? And they simply say, oh, you've got to talk to the trainer. Now, uh, now that trainer might think, well, gee, I, I'm making a lot of money with uh, if I've got three or five or, or six people, but that's never going to maximise the penetration, which is the percentage of members who pay for small group training. 
the only way to maximise it for the benefit of the club, for the benefit of the trainer and the benefit of the members is by the club and the, and the trainers working in unison. So it, it, it doesn't matter whether they're employed trainers or contracted self-employed trainers, they can work together for mutual benefit. You know, they've just got to say, okay, how are we going to make this work? And I'm happy to give club owners a spreadsheet showing how they can work in unison you know, with their self-employed contractors. So what is the type of training that you give to the club owner before they launch the programs? And what is the type of training that your team gives to the coaches before they launch the programs? Okay, so firstly, we start with business planning, which says what, pro, you know, what programs are going to suit your, your member segments, uh, what's going to be your pricing, you know, that you're, you're going to charge your members, and you might have non-member pricing as well. You know, we and we've got a special referral sales process for that. You know, because if we can use tribe team training to pick up more members, well, that that's great. Because uh, sometimes you get corporate teams being developed as well. Then you've got to have a remuneration system uh, for your coaches. We call them coaches because coaches coach teams. Uh, now those coaches, as we said, could be personal trainers. They could be self-employed personal trainers, or could be group X teachers. And Mel. One of the mistakes clubs owners make is when they come to that remuneration plan for their for their trainers, their coaches, that's got to have parity with what those trainers or Group X teachers can earn, either teaching a class or training a client. Uh, and so, for instance, if the trainer can earn uh, $70 an hour, one-on-one uh, -on -one to a client, you don't want to offer them $35. I mean, that's just not going to last. So getting that you know that business plan right, uh, and then we have a, a mapped out six week marketing program uh, for the club to implement to build the awareness and the anticipation and the demand, uh, and then the sales process where we've got launch events, um, trial weeks, and things like that. So members can come and try before they buy to demonstrate the value. Uh, then during that launch program. We've got a three-day in-club training program to train the uh, the people who are going to be coaches to train them in how to, to deliver world-class delivery of the programs that the uh, the club has chosen. Might be our most popular programs are Tribe Fit, Tribe Life, and Tribe Core. But sometimes they'll go for uh, you know. Just uh, last weekend we had um, a club that had. Uh, Tribe Fit, Tribe Core, and Tribe Kids, because they had a market you know, demand there, and um, and and then we've got weekly coaching, business coaching, to stay in contact with the club to make sure that they're driving, you know, to doing everything possible to maximise their numbers, and then two weeks before the start of each six-week season, we're going to give them all the lesson plans that they can distribute to their trainers, and so just imagine how easy it is for the trainer. They've got their lesson plans on their iPad or their iPhone or, or smartphone. They turn up. They've already looked at it in advance. They know exactly what they're going to do in advance. They'll transfer that to the to the whiteboard, the work out of the day board. They know exactly which exercises are the new exercises that they've got to train you know the uh, their team members in. They've been able to click on their iPhone to see a video so that everybody you know of exactly the teaching points of how to demonstrate that new exercise. So 
Everybody's calling the same exercise, the same thing. And that video also not only teaching points, but shows progressions and regressions. So the club owner has quality control within the club. Uh, and, and the trainer doesn't have to think about it. You know, I mean, Mel, I love asking uh, club owners this question. Think of your best personal trainer and then go up to that personal trainer and say, tell me honestly, how often do you design your client's workout 30 seconds before the client shows up? Oh, every day. Well, there you go. You know what I like about what you were just telling the audience then is that the trainer uh, gets you know their lesson plans and they get the information on the app on the phone and, and what I'm hearing is that the coach doesn't need to spend any money to find ideas in order to put class programs or, or sessions together for clients. It's all delivered to them at the cost of the club. Now, I think if you if you look at the big picture of that, and, and I'm a group fitness instructor and I'm a trainer, I love the idea of not having to spend my free time searching out new ideas, new concepts and innovation to then go into to the club um, and it's cost me money to do that and then deliver it to the members. I think, you know, if I can just pick up my laptop and the information is all delivered to me and I know that there's quality control because before it came to me it was it was ticked off I think that's absolutely fantastic uh, to me as a club owner it means that I already know that my trainers are going to be teaching um, you know executing moves that are correct and that they haven't downloaded them off YouTube or picked them up out of men's health magazine um, the marketing is there for me it's come from you know it's come from the background of Tribe Team Training. It's, it's marketed with your logos. And it sounds very, very professional. I feel like that there's less liability for the, the trainer and there's less liability for the club owner in what gets delivered to the people under their roof. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And it gives them leverage because once a club licenses one program, they, they can run multiple, multiple teams without having to pay us any more. Um, and, and there's one other thing to the whole member experience, you know, not only just the branding, and mo many clubs will co-brand. So it's not just tribe team training that the, the coach is wearing, but it might be with ABC club, you know, there as well. So, um, but part of the member experience is also the music, the background music, because we go to great lengths to have a playlist every season so that not only does do the members never do the same workout twice, the music is constantly changing too, and the music matches the energy of the program. Of course, you know, the, the, the coach is going to turn off the music you know, when they're uh, educating the uh, team in what the session is going to be, but then that music goes up. You know, it's just on shuffle play and things like that, and there's and it really makes a huge difference to the experience because you and I know we're now in the experience business as much as we're in the fitness business. We're in the entertainment industry. <laughs> Absolutely. We're in the entertainment. Mean, people, people come for a show. They come, they come to you know um, mix with their community. They come for the social interaction, but they also come to be to be entertained throughout their physical exercise. And um, music is probably one of the most important parts of a, a training class I mean and you know I'm quite impressed the, with the fact that that tribe is not only giving me my um, I'll call it curry but it's giving me my curry it's giving me my my moves it's giving me my music it's giving me awesome marketing I think club owners really need to have a, 
a good look at these programs because I haven't seen anything else on the market like that. Am I right? Absolutely. And look, there's one other thing with team training is when you turn up and that workout is mapped on the board, you know that that coach, they're organized. And guess what? The coach is going to write your name. And remember I said there are 10 team members and people get to know each other. And that connects members because, it, you know, as we know, in a, and I come from, you know, starting the group X background, it's it's possible for people to be completely anonymous, you know, in a in either a group X class on the gym floor or even in small group training or large group training. You know, they can just be anonymous. But when, you know, you're, you're part of a team, you're all training at the same time, twice a week or three times a week, and your name goes up on the board, you get to know your team members. Uh, sometimes they give themselves tribe names, you know, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but and and if you if, if you've got a system that connects members, in connecting the members to themselves, you connect them to the club, and that's why with tribe team training we have an incredible retention rate. That sounds great. Now, Jamie, I would assume that clubs that take on the the programs can run challenges because challenges are a big thing in the market at the moment. Now, does our tribe team offer any healthy eating plans if club owners decide that, so I want to run a 45-day challenge in my club using a couple of your programs. Do you um, prescribe healthy eating plans to the clubs or do they need to find their own? Yeah, look, clubs do need to find their own. I mean, and that's a pretty interesting topic, you know, right now, you know, uh, particularly in Australia. Uh, but look, they do need to find their own. You know that I have a completely separate business, um, you know, uh, helping uh, trainers with with uh, that whole eating plan problem. But they, they do need to find their own. And th there are some really good resources out there. And there's no doubt, um, you know, that the whoever the tribe team training agent is in, you know, in the listener's country, you know, and there are agents in the UK and Canada and in the USA, in New Zealand, uh, you know, now in Japan as well, uh, there's no doubt that they would have fabulous resources, you know, that uh, for people who want to do that six-week challenge. As a matter of fact, we have a club uh, in Western Australia that's just launching Tribe in unison with their six-week challenge. You know, what a great way to go. And I know that some of the clubs are using MyZone. Yes. With their team training. So... How is the future looking for tribe team training and my zone? Well, it's completely independent. You know, uh, you know, we're great mates with the guys at my zone. I think it's an incredible product that they've got. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, every time I work out, I work out with my my zone belt, and uh, I become pretty addicted to it. <laughs> and and so. Uh, Good on them. It, it took me a while, but you know, once I got to hang into it, and you and I better link in. We but, should. We should. Yeah, so I absolutely. look at this, Jamie. So let's. Um, I'm a tribe club. I've already got the programs running. I can just easily implement my zone into my club, and then use tribe training and the my zone system together, and vice versa. If I've already got my zone in my club, and I'm looking at um, team training, I can go to tribe, and I can say, look, guys, I've got the my zone thing happening in my club. And I want to implement uh, tribe team training. There wouldn't be any issues with that at all. Would oh, there? no, no. As a matter of fact, the club I mentioned, which is Tri-City Sports, and happy to provide any links if anybody wants to go and have a look at these clubs, what they did. You know, uh, they actually pre-launched uh, MyZone 
and tribe team training together. And uh, it was uh, such a success. I mean, 263 members prepaying for a six-week season. They took $35,000. Um, the first 200 people you know, got a free belt. They sort of baked it in. And uh, so it was really a win-win-win. And, of course, with MyZone, they, uh, you know, the coach can uh, form a, 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 their own group with their own team. Um, and so that can really work well from a, an accountability and, and a motivation and, and a connection point of view. So, uh, look, it, it really does work well. Um, but if a club doesn't have my zone, you know, tribe team training works really well just on its own. But, uh, you know, my zone have got a, a fabulous uh, playbook for launching my zone in a club. Just And we work, you know, we've got our own pre-launch guidelines. We found that when we get together with clubs, um, you know, who either have my zone or want to put it in at the same time, it can work really, really well. All right, Jamie, so clubs that want to maximise their space use, increase their income, um, they definitely need to head towards tribe team training, which is now becoming the world's number one group training solution for fitness clubs. What does the future hold for tribe team training? Well, there is no doubt that, that there is a market out there for team training we're growing country by country by country. As I said, we've just you know, had an incredible launch at, uh, at the Sportec convention in Japan. You know, there, there are clubs that are getting the message. So many clubs are trying to do their own thing, but it's just not generating the results or it's creating a lot of stress. Uh, you know, we're very keen to speak to more and more clubs. We've got an international community now where the coaches and the head coaches are communicating with themselves you know and uh we've got an incredibly uh huge growing uh flicker file where you know to, to share best practice where club owners can go in and communicate with other club owners and see what the other club owners are doing how they're promoting it you know it's it's not just how you do the program but how you market the program you know to your members and to your local communities so we're really developing a global tribe team training community uh, and that's supported not not only by the head coaches but by our master coaches by tribe team training international and uh, so it's an exciting global community that's growing so jamie just before we finish off our podcast this afternoon a very quick question there'll be a lot of club owners out there listening who have functional training pieces of equipment in their clubs and who have um, group fitness instructors. How easy will it be for them to A, get their group fitness instructors trained up as coaches and B, utilise the equipment that's just lying around in their clubs for tribe team training? Well, let's go to, on the equipment side first. Uh, we, we, we provide equipment lists for each of the programs and what we find is a lot of the clubs already have the equipment or at least the bulk of it. You know, and they, they may have a frame, you know, they might have chin-up bars, uh, you know, they've got vipers, you know, they've got, they've got the equipment for the programs. And so their capex, you know, the, the amount of money they have to spend on equipment is sometimes, you know, less than nothing. Um, so it's uh, absolutely tiny. You know, we say we want you to have a whiteboard and things like that, but um, uh, we find the club owners are surprised how little it costs you know, they've already got the kettlebells, the dumbbells and things like that. So we typically take advantage of the equipment they've already got. Sometimes there's a little bit of topping up, you know, 
depending upon the programs they choose. And then when it comes to the trainers, you see the personal trainers typically have the technical knowledge, but not the group delivery skills. Whereas the the, the group X teachers have the group delivery skills, but not necessarily that functional technical knowledge. So when we come into the club and run a three-day module, we assume no knowledge and we train them in everything and, and how to use the tribe team training system, how to recruit their team members. So they learn valuable marketing and sales lessons as well. And and they get assessed. So it's not as you know, like monkey see, you know, sort of just sit in a class and experience it or, you know, we've all been to you know, conventions and things like that. You're going to go up the front and you're going to do you know, a presentation to your group and you're going to get assessed on the spot. So it's a real learning experience and the team members pull together and then straight afterwards, they're going to do lots of rehearsals together. So they really develop best practice. And um, so that's what I said. It has, you know, when we come and run the three-day module, it has an incredible impact on the team morale and culture. Jamie, I love what I hear about tribe team training. So please tell the club owners of Asia Pacific and studio owners of Asia Pacific because tribe team training is for all fitness business owners. Where is the best place for them to get in touch with you? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, you've got listeners from all around the world, so I'll give you the, uh, the global site and that can come to me or, or wherever they are around the world. So just go to tribeteamtraining.com forward slash business so tribe team training.com forward slash business and that can you know get you know get us in touch with whoever the local person is we've got a huge range of resources uh, particularly for those clubs that have got self-employed contractors we'll show you how to develop a, you know a really simple business plan that's good for the club good for the member and really good for that contractor typically what we aim for is that when that self-employed contractor has a team, they're going to earn more money per hour than they would uh, having a one-on-one client for that hour or two one-on-one clients for the hour. So it's a real win-win. Uh, it's definitely a win-win for all concerned if they align with Tribe Team Training. So if anybody wants to get in touch with Jamie Hayes from Tribe Team Training, uh, his email address is jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at Tribe teamtraining, all one word, dot com, dot au. Jamie, it's been a pleasure speaking to you this afternoon. I'm sure the listeners will be getting in touch. I'm eager to watch the future of Tribe Team Training and maybe it's a possibility that um, our club has a look at Tribe Team Training in the future. Mel, nothing would give me greater pleasure and I look forward to speaking to any of your listeners. And congratulations on your podcast. This morning I listened to your your episode this week and those two guys uh boy that that was an episode i need to listen to twice if not three times you know you're really pulling in the great great people so congratulations to you oh thank you jamie i'm enjoying it still getting used to it and still got my l plates on but loving every minute of it thank you jamie Thank you for joining the Gym Owners Podcast, sponsored and supported by National Fitness Business Alliance and Gym Click Media. Find Mel Tempus on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Join us next time for the Gym Owners Podcast.